to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome or welcome back to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. So pleased that you could join us for this episode today. Uh, and what an episode it will be, because uh, I am joined uh, by my friend and colleague, Dan Murphy. Uh, some of you may know Dan because he leads and oversees our Limitless Worship team, uh, was leading worship with us at Limitless festival this year just a few weeks ago as we record and we're really excited today to be able to talk a little bit about Dan and his journey in worship leading but also how do we worship with young people what are what are some of the keys and and what about those young people in our youth groups who uh, ha- have got a bit of a, a gift of, of musicianship who are worshipers how do we help them to fan into flame the gift of God that's within them. So we're going to be talking about that kind of stuff today. But just before we do, and just before I introduce Dan to you, I've got to remind you that in just a couple of weeks' time, as you're listening now, it is Limitless Oxygen on the 8th of October. That is a training day for youth and children's ministry teams. And it's happening in seven locations in in the southwest at Belmont Chapel in Exeter, in the Midlands at Life Central, uh, in the southeast at City Gates Church in Ilford, uh, in the northwest of England at Living Waters in Chorley, uh, in Scotland at Glasgow Elim Church, in the northeast of England at Kingdom Life Church in Newcastle, and then on the 15th of October, one week later, at Bangor Elim Church in Northern Ireland. And that is a day that is designed for you and the whole of your youth and children's ministry team as a team of volunteers to come together and to receive some fresh input at the start of the academic year. Uh, so hopefully there's a location that's not too far away from you. It's just it's a one day event so you can, you can make the journey. Uh, you are so welcome to join us for Limitless Oxygen on the 8th of October and the 15th in Northern Ireland. All right, that's enough of that from me. Dan Murphy, welcome to the Limitless Leadership Podcast. Hello, hello, great to be here. Uh, Dan, so good to have you with us. Dan, before before we get into talking about, um, uh, maybe we'll just like reflect a little bit together on, on Limitless Festival and what we experienced, particularly as we worship together there, um, it would be great to hear, Dan, just a little bit about your kind of own journey as a as a worship leader and mm. as a worshiper yeah. but also Dan um, you've been involved a lot in in youth work and youth ministry both leading worship in in, in youth context but also being on youth teams as well um, so it'd be really good to hear it hear, hear a little bit about that so so Dan tell us more yeah uh, I first started leading worship when I was 14 14 so that's 15 years now yeah. 15 years been leading worship at uh, 14 I, I, I uh, started to learn how to play guitar I could already sing and my youth worker at the time was tasked with putting together a youth band and he was like well Dan you sing you play the guitar so you confront it so really I was kind of like forced into leading worship uh, against my <laughs> against my will um <laughs> against my will uh but just kind of like grew it like my friends started to join the team yeah and like eventually it became what because my friends were there it became one of the things that i think maybe even kept me in church yeah maybe even it maybe even, um I, I we me and my friends started to listen to my worship music became more passionate about being in the worship team and uh having more rehearsals and 
Yeah, uh, I just and I I remember it being something that I, oh, uh, it just it just kind of came naturally to me, and I felt like God was saying said to me one day. Uh, no, I said to God, sorry, I want to do that for the rest of my life, and I just felt like God was saying, well, this that, this is what you're going to be doing. So I continued to lead working worship in my local church week in week out, uh, sometimes every single week for months on end. Uh, and uh, when I was 22, I left the church that I started to lead worship in uh, and joined the church where I'm currently working, Life Central, originally as an intern. Um, and I must have done something well because they employed me. <laughs> they kept <laughs> you a job. Yeah. They kept me on. So and I've been working there for seven years now. And that's kind of how I uh, got into leading worship um that's how i started leading and i've just uh basically apart from in, a, in the pandemic led worship almost every week since i was 14 wow. uh yeah, yeah yeah so uh that's kind of like how i uh started but when, when when i was 19 uh someone joined my church as a minister in training a guy called christian ponsford yeah um and he would lead he led worship in youth venues at spring harvest and new wine and various yep. other venues and yep. he he took me under his wing uh, and so every three months or so i would go and i would learn about how to lead worship um and you know in anywhere between 300 and a thousand people young people but then i would and then so, that, so i'd do that for like five days straight and then i come back to my local church context and then I'll be leading worship with someone playing accordion and someone playing yeah. soprano sax. So I can I I, I learn I, I would you know I I learned how to do the big stuff uh, and that was all very exciting. Uh, but then I, I also learned uh, week in week out how to do the small stuff yeah. with a congregation of thirty people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like and leading worship with people who weren't necessarily professional musicians, but they were. They, they were still passionate about serving and leading yeah. worship, just not necessarily with your standard guitars and keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does yeah. make sense. And of course, it was through Christian that um, you first made that connection with, with us at Limitless. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Christian uh, led worship at the gathering, must have been 2016, which is an event that, mm. that, we, that we had up until, I think 2018 was the last time we did the gathering, wasn't it? And then, yeah, yeah. so you you uh, were on Christian's team yeah. at that time and then thereafter you began to lead worship at the gathering and then at Limitless Festival as we got the kind of Limitless worship team underway. Mm, yeah, he, Christian did, I think Christian did 15 at the gathering and 2016 at the gathering. Okay. And I was there for, I remember them both very clearly. Yeah, okay. Maybe even, no, maybe he did 16. I don't know, it could be 16 and 17. Anyway, he did two. Yeah. He did two, uh, uh, which I was there. And then he uh, decided to uh, step back. And uh, you guys, uh, again, I must have done something right because you invited me back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so you've been on that Limitless Festival journey ever since that first Limitless Festival in 2017 and obviously through to this year in, in, in 2022, Dan. And... Um, one of the things that I came away from Limitless Festival saying, um, like I've been doing youth ministry in various forms for a very, 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 very long time now, Dan. Very, very, very long time. Um, and in all my years in doing youth ministry, in all of the events I've both, you know, 
run, spoken at, participated in, in local context and in larger gatherings, never in my life, never in my life have mm. I seen young wow. people worship like I saw it at Limitless Festival this year. Yeah. It was outstanding. And, you know, obviously from the privileged position that, that we were able to have Dan and to be able to be on the platform, we were able to see the entire venue space, weren't we? Like, and we could see, you know, the people on the front rows and down the sides, and we could see into the very, very back corners of that big old um, event room. And what I saw was young people just totally engaged, passionately surrendered in worship mm. on the front rows and yeah. in the very back corners and everywhere in between. And I was so proud of those young people. And Dan, you, you and the guys, you know, you did a fantastic job of leading us, but um, other than how well you led us, Dan, <laughs> what, like, what, what would you put that down to? Because there was just, like, from the first session, young people were so engaged, yeah, yeah. and, you know, it was amazing. It was amazing to worship together, wasn't it? Mm. Especially after a couple of years of not being able to be together in those kinds of spaces. And maybe that ha maybe that was a contributing factor, I don't know. But yeah. but as you've reflected on that, what, what, what do you put that down to, Dan? Yeah, I, I mean, I came, I came off stage on the first night, and I remember us as a band saying to each other, wow, that felt like that could have been a time of worship towards the end of the week yeah, it feels like yeah. people are there because um uh, and sometimes on the first night on one of the on something like this it um on a, on like a, a week-long event sometimes it can feel like the first night falls a bit flatter than your expectancy but not limitless festival 2022 and you, you mentioned it i think a huge contributing factor to that was we hadn't been able to gather it in that size with that amount of people for so long, mm. yeah, for so long, 2019 was the last time we did it. Um, so that was a huge contributing factor. So some people have just missed that. I think some people have just never experienced that either. Yeah. So many young people that hadn't been in, in, gathered in that amount of young people. Like, I remember when I first went to Soul Survivor growing up and thinking to myself, oh my days, I didn't know there were this many young people yeah. my age who were Christians. Yeah, and because of the gap of, you know, not being able to gather, and obviously there's a transience in, 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 in a youth group because you get to 18 and you, you, yeah. you're going to out, <laughs> um, uh, rightly or wrongly. Um, but the, yeah, so a, for a huge proportion of the people in that room, they, as you say, they would never have experienced anything like that before. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, like, some of my reflections is I've gone away and I think a huge... Uh, like a huge applause needs to be put, I think, on the youth workers and the youth yeah. leaders. Who, yeah. who, it's for young people to come to Limitless Festival on night one and be ready to worship. The, the, like there needs to be some, a lot of credit given to youth workers and youth volunteers yeah. who have served faithfully for years and years 100%. and years. And I think so many of us thought that after either years of not being able to gather or. Uh, do church online where let's face it a lot of us didn't worship we watched worship when, <laughs> like like when, where we felt that actually we might lose some of our worshiping cultures in our young in our youth ministries it would seem that what's been invested over the years has not been wasted mm. there was the fruit of that there um yeah some of my reflections yeah and you know what simon who you, who you know who's, who's on our events team um, 
and you know does a huge amount of work to make things like the festival happen one of the things he, he suggested to me and i thought it was really interesting is he said um what 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 we know for sure has happened during the course of the pandemic is that a lot of young people particularly those on the peripheries just kind of disappeared yeah. and many of those never came back yeah so um his reflection was may maybe part of it is that like the ones who stayed you know have had to be pretty solid in their faith mm, mm, mm. in order to get through it yeah and 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 you know, there's some there's some truth to that i think um however the flip side of, of it of course is that we saw 480 people respond to the gospel for the first time which is a huge yeah. proportion of <laughs> yeah. the people that were yeah. there so you know and, and we were really clear about you know first time responses your decision to follow Jesus for yeah. the first time every time we gave that opportunity for people to respond so so there are obviously a lot of people there who had who had never made their own decision to to follow Jesus mm. and so I, that would could have been true of a lot of the people young people there for sure and maybe what was happening is that they were just setting the culture and and, and others were following but whichever way you cut it it was amazing to be back together it was amazing to be worshiping together in, in the room but one thing I'm really conscious of Dan you rightly just celebrated the hard work of of the youth leaders on the ground um week to week is that n you know n nobody has the privilege of that kind of <laughs> gathering week by week with yeah. limitless worship and yeah. dad murphy and you know the lights and the atmosphere um a, a, a few would have the privilege of being able to have a a worship band of sorts yeah um but many um wouldn't even have that in terms of a, a, a youth group or a youth ministry uh, and there'd be you know a few a few gathered in a in a room in the church or in, or in a lounge mm. um and so i'm really interested you spoke dan earlier about you learned to, to to lead worship in the in the big context and and in the small and i'm interested dan on your reflections on well how do we keep that kind of vibrancy in our worship and adoration of god consistent in our youth groups when we're not surrounded by thousands of other young people when the big worship team and you know and the lights and everything is not and that kind of the atmosphere that that can create isn't there um and you know there's a few of us looking at looking at each other in the face <laughs> across the room like like what, what would your advice be about leading worship dan in in the local church youth group um particularly for those that you know don't have the resource and it's a, it's a little yeah. bit smaller yeah 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 um i think we we hear this word excellence thrown around quite a lot and i think sometimes we can get excellence confused with professionalism and Very i good. think sometimes yeah. we can look at uh, so, so we look at our young people engaging in worship at a place like limitless festival or some other big conference and think that the key to it is professionalism and and i and i the uh, or we say it's excellence but actually what we're what we what we're actually saying in our heads it's it's what actually what we actually mean is professionalism and actually i we if we if we stop stop thinking of excellence as professionalism and simply looking at excellence and excellence as doing the best of what you have yeah the best of what you have then there's then we be we begin to see it in a different light. So if what you have is an acoustic guitar 
uh, and a kahan or a drum box if you don't know the technical term <laughs> for a kahan then uh, I, then I would say start by doing the best with what you have like excellence honours God and inspires people and if all you have is a guitar and a kahan uh, then do the best with what you have with those things. Um, when I was, you know, in in the context when I'm leading worship and it's uh, I'm leading young people and there's there's there isn't the lights um, and there are less instruments. Um, I you know it, it's still important for me to if uh, say if I'm leading worship and there's a young person like a horn and a young person on the keyboard, it's still important that we rehearse. You know, because yeah. we need to know what we're doing. Yeah. You know, and, and we we rehearse. In the reality, the reality is, as a uh, when we're at Limitless Festival in a big band, we're rehearsing not to be professional, but we're rehearsing because we want to lead worship well, yeah. and we want to be effective in how we lead worship. Um, and so, in that smaller context, rehearsing because we want to lead people in worship well is you know that that. That that's you know that's another that's yeah. another way to lead worship well in that context. Yeah, we don't have those lights, but by rehearsing, we're still leading worship well. Yeah. I've 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 found that it's I'm so encouraged when young people are like, I've been listening to worship in my own time. Yeah, I've been listening to worship in my own time. I've been listening to this song, and we want you know I want to you want to celebrate that because they're choosing to listen to songs that. Uh, praise Jesus um, and help them focus on Jesus and so in that like I'll often say to our young people hey what are you listening to nowadays and that will sometimes affect which songs we sing yeah okay that's helpful yeah. it, it like it, it sometimes it'll affect which songs we sing because you know if that's a song that they're listening to in their free time chances they will know the song well they'll be excited about singing the song they're singing and yeah. they'll engage well it's not to say that every song you sing in a youth context has to be from the latest younger free album you know yeah. because that's not gonna that's not gonna work and it's not about trying to create say if you've got a youth service and a church service it's not about trying to create a youth service where all you do is st- all you do is worship in a way that's completely different to how you would worship in church because you don't want to do you don't want to co- uh, co- um, create two disconnected environments because in, in that instance then I I then think you're potentially creating um, an excuse for a young person to only like to worship at youth and not on ch- at church. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I do also I I, I do also try and make sure that we're maybe singing songs in our youth environments that we're singing in church. Does that yeah, make sense? Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, create, create a bridge between those. Yeah. Any any chance to any chance to further communicate that the same God we worship in this environment is the same God we worship in the other in, in another environment. Yeah, and that translates to the same God we worship at Limitless Festival with mm. thousands in the room. Yeah, it's the same yeah. God we worship in, you know, with with ten in the room and the, and this acoustic and this acoustic guitar as well. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you. There's a couple. There's a couple of things from what you said that I want to ask about. And one of one of the things that I think that you do really well, Dan, in the context of leading young people in worship, is that you're like you're very good at discerning what's going on in the room and leading accordingly. So you don't just like you plan your set list, you sing your song, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, <laughs> next song, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, end of set. Yeah. Like <laughs> you discern what's happening in the room, and then you will like. So you're not you're not a you're not singing, you are leading people in worship. You're identifying what's going on and you're, and you're bringing the young people on a journey with you. 
So here's my question: When, um, when a, a, a youth leader or a worship leader um, is identifying, hmm, we're, we're we're not all in here. Like people are disconnecting, people are checking out. Mm. Um, they're they're <clears throat> not on this this journey of worship that we're that we're we're on together. What are some of the tips that you would have for us about how to identify that and then to draw the young people in like what are maybe what are some i, I know it's poetry not mass but what what are what are some of your what are some of your like go-to's yeah the things that you would want to explain like for example i know you at limit festival early doors you explained like you know we, we we lift our hands and the reason that we lift our hands is and then you went on and you gave that some explanation yeah like so what are some of the things that you that you have found over the years in small big contexts have really worked in terms of getting and keeping young people on that journey of not just singing songs but actually worshiping mm. jesus um I, I think it's important to think what are the some of the assumptions that we make okay. so what are some of the, so when i so i when i'm putting together a, a worship set or when i'm when i'm putting when i'm going to lead worship in a in an environment uh, I, I sometimes think to myself, what are some of the assumptions I make? And I think one of the biggest assumptions we make in leading young people in worship is that young people understand everything, that young people understand all that's happening. Yeah. Um, so, um, <clears throat> at festival this year, I thought it was wonderful that in the first session, uh, your, um, yourself and Sean uh, set a bit of a tone before we went into worship. Mm. You explained a bit about what it is to worship, why we worship. Yeah. Um, and... Um, uh, which, which was wonderful. It really, really helped us. Uh, so even before a, a chord had been strummed, you know, there's a, there's a bit of an explanation there. Yeah. And there's, and there's this lead, this lead leading young people in worship. For me, I feel has already started before before yeah. a song has even been uh, uh, before a song has even been sung. Um, I I would when I'm planning, say you're going from an upbeat song to what a beautiful name. Um, in that moment, when I'm planning ahead, because we got to remember that the Holy Spirit is not just moving in the spontaneous moments. Like yeah, you, good, you want yeah. the Holy Spirit to plan. Like the Holy Spirit should be, it is moving, and we should be listening when we're planning the step a week. Yeah, in advance. that's very good. Yeah, you know, so it's it's we can't we can't get so caught up and think that the Holy Spirit only moves when unplanned things happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, because otherwise Limitless Festival will be a shambles because a lot of planning goes into Limitless Festival. Yeah. Um, um, but when I'm when I'm planning, I'm thinking to myself, okay, could there be a moment of disconnection between this song and this song? Could there be a moment of disconnection between this song and this song? Uh, and so in advance, I w- um, in advance, I- I'd think to myself, should I maybe plan that in this moment I'll interject with something of an explanation as to why people lift their hands yeah you know explaining why people lift their hands um what the significance of it what 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 does it mean to lift our hands it it, like so we know as christians that it's surrendering uh it's awe and adoration you know one of the other explanations we gave is like when a child goes up to their parents uh, and puts their arms up because they want their their parent to carry them you know and then we give an explanation to that um because the assumption we make is that sometimes young people know exactly why they're lifting their hands, but there might be some young people who don't know that they're just doing it because they see everybody else yeah. doing it. Yeah. 
uh, and maybe some young people that don't even know Jesus and think, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Um, so it's ha- it's helping yeah, those. It's good. Um, and so what what we're doing really, Dan, is 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 that we're we're coaching, aren't we? We're coaching the young people, but mm. just just in the same way that we would want to coach young people like how to pray, or we coach young people how to read scripture on their yeah. on their own, yeah. and we'd want to teach and we'd want to instruct and we'd want to help to do that. It's the same. It's the same in our sung worship, isn't it? And you know, the the, the caveat, of course, to this conversation is that. Our worship is is certainly not limited to our, our singing, but in the context of you know singing songs of worship together, we, we coach that and and it's the explanation of, of why we might do this and 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 what this means and look here's a reading of scripture which you know within the songs there that gives some explanation to that and um, so hey guys remember it's not Christian karaoke but yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're we're expressing our heart to God so why, why don't we just why don't for, for a moment we just all close our eyes and think of three things that you love about Jesus just yeah. bring them to mind now and then as we sing as we sing the words of this next song hold those things in your mind yeah, yeah. because we're not just you know it's not just karaoke we're, we're, we're singing songs of love to Jesus and it's those reminders isn't it and those yeah, interjections yeah. and we're drawing people along and, and yeah and you do that really we're, t- well. we're teaching young people and uh, uh, you know like I, I remember I referred to Fred earlier to my friend Christian Ponsford. I remember that he was singing a song called "At Your Name," and a part of the song he goes Yahweh, Yahweh, and like, and he and he, he just took a moment after the song to explain what Yahweh means. Yeah, and he was like, and he said, "Hey, Yahweh is another word. Is is an is another name for God. It's another. It's an uh, and, you know and and um, um and in that moment like like." All the young people suddenly were like, "Oh, so that's why we're saying this word that I've never heard of before." Does that make? So we, you, you're absolutely right. We're coaching yeah. young people. We're teaching young people. We're leading young that's people. Very good, yeah. And so some of these things we just like um, the the kind of like Christianese, if you like, we're just so familiar with. We don't think, <laughs> like our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. Yeah. So mm. what, uh, maybe, maybe there's some young people thinking that that God is like a lion on a cloud yeah, you know, yeah he's the lamb that was slain what what is that the lamb that was you know these these things mm. you know like you know everyone will know where their youth group mm. are at and their biblical and spiritual literacy but lots of these things need explaining and as we explain them it it, it actually opens up our minds to another attribute of god's character and who he is and mm. gives us another reason to worship him doesn't yeah. it yeah yeah um dan you've mentioned christian a couple of times there's something really i think really uh, an important element of this that I, I'd, I'd love for us just to have a conversation about but before we finish and and that is that um so christian to you <clears throat> um <throat> he was much more than someone who helped Judah play the guitar and sing and uh, know how to use Ableton, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you spoke, you, you said it as a passing comment a few moments ago, you said, you know, when I, if, if, if it's like me and an acoustic guitar and then I've got a young person on keys and a young person on the cajon and we're going to rehearse, hmm. that is much more than a rehearsal. That is a discipleship opportunity, isn't it, for us yeah, and, yeah. and young people. Talk to us about how Christian did that with you and how he, I guess, leveraged the opportunities of helping you as a worship leader to actually help you in your discipleship to Jesus and how we might do the same with some of our young people. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so for me, for when Christian kind of like let's he was a mentor to me. So when he kind of took me on, I'd say musically, without wishing to sound uh, uh, quite big headed, I'd say musically I was already pretty 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 there. Pretty there. What one of the things Christian did for me was I remember so many times when it was time for prayer and I'd be like, I just need to go and sort this thing out, this practical thing out. And he, uh, <laughs> and he, and, and he, and he'd be firm with saying, no, prayer is our priority at this point. That can wait. Yeah. That can wait. Uh, and I find, I find it so frustrating, <laughs> so frustrating. I'd be like, well, if I did this practical thing, it would make the worship time easier. But it, it, it like, it, it, it it, re- it focused me. It, yeah. it really, really focused me. He helped me define the win. Like, yeah. what I mean by that is, like, what is our, what are we truly, what are we truly try, uh, trying to achieve in this time of worship? So when you, if you go on from a football game and your football team has won and you're with your friends in the car, you're talking about how you've won because you know what it is to win in a football game. If you went to, fo- uh, to a football game not understanding at all how to win, and, and like you'd be so confused uh, so, he, so he helped me define the win um, uh, you know so when I got when I, if I would get so caught up in the musical mistakes I made he was really good at recentering me and saying you may have made some musical mistakes but let's look at what God did and let's look at some of the amazing moments I had a moment with a young person a couple of months ago who played guitar um, and after the first time of worship and the sermon was started, he, he started to cry and took him aside and he, and he said, oh, I've made so many mistakes, I've messed it up, I've ruined it for everybody. Um, my friends brought his friend along, wants them to become a Christian and I've ruined that opportunity. I, was, I, I comforted him and I said, hey, no you haven't, you've done absolutely amazing, you may have made mistakes but nobody heard them. At the end of the service, that young person who that who he had spoken about gave their life to Jesus. The person, Come on. <laughs> the, yeah, the person, the person who he was worried that he had ruined through making uh, their opportunity of becoming a, a Christian through making mistakes became, uh, became a Christian. I was able to say to him, to this person, "Hey, you may have made mistakes, but we won today. We we won today that because someone gave their life to Jesus." So you making a mistake didn't affect us winning today. Yeah, yeah. Like like God moving and God doing something is not all reliant on whether you get absolutely everything perfect. Yeah. And Christian did that did that with yeah. me. Um, he, and what's happening there is is that you know it's not just like oh yeah you you made that mistake so let me help you musically to you know play that chord right or make that transition or or whatever it is. Yeah, what you've done yeah. there is you're speaking into his character and, and you're, you're, you're speaking into his priorities yeah. and, and, and into his life, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the opportunity that is created as we yeah. we can get alongside young people in these spaces and it's a, it, it is a real mm. discipleship opportunity, isn't it? Not, not just a musical opportunity or a worship, but it's a discipleship opportunity to help these people, these young people follow Jesus. It really mm. does create yeah. amazing opportunity for that. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I had a moment when I was younger and I, 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 I was doing an internship and I was scraping Play-Doh out of carpets and I was stacking chairs and, and say, and I remember saying to one of my leaders, 
this isn't what I'm here to do. What I'm here is to lead worship. Um, essentially, what I was saying is, this is not glamorous enough for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here to be on the stage and lead worship. And he said to me, Dan, if you're too big to serve, then you're too small to lead. Yeah. And, and that has stuck with me all of my life now. That's very good. So yeah. whenever whenever a young person is in the worship team, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, hey, wh- why don't you arrive a bit earlier? Let's hoover the stage. Let's mm. hoover the stage together. Let's, uh, why, could you stay five or 10 minutes later and let's put some of the chairs away? Let's mm. stack some of the chairs. Yeah. And you're um, modeling that and you're demonstrating that. For yes, people. Yeah. yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and that we're not trying to say the stage is the only yeah, place. It's good. It's, it's about serving and not just yeah. leading. So again, they're not just catching your musicianship or, and how you lead worship. They're catching your character. They're catching something from your walk with God. It's discipleship that's happening. It's mm. discipleship that's happening. So... My last question for you then, Dan, is is this. Uh, a youth leader, um, they identify in one of their young people that they, um, they've got a, uh, that they're a passionate worshipper, um, that they've got a musical uh, gifting in instrumentation or, or potentially as a worship <clears throat> leader. Yeah. Could you give me some steps that they could take to help that young person to fan that gift of God within them into flame. And particularly, Dan, I'd love for you to speak to the to the youth leader who's not a musician <laughs> and not a worship leader. Like, what could they do mm. to mm. get those young, create the right opportunities, yeah. get those young people with the right people? Like, because not, not, not every youth leader can sing and need worship, right? Yeah, Lots yeah, of us yeah, yeah. can't. And but they but if a young person has got that gift, they still want to create the opportunity for for them to grow and develop in their gift. So how can a youth leader do that? Yeah, I I think my 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 the thing I've found to be really really useful is if there's a young person um, in in the youth group who's got potential musical gifting um, is. Um, I try, I, I try and share with our wider worship team, like, like uh, what we would call the adult worship team, even though we've got young people in it, but you know what I mean? Like, and, and, um, I, and say to some of those guys, Hey, could you take this young person under your wing? Like, yeah. could, could, even without the young person knowing, would, okay, is yeah. there any way you could take responsibility for being intentional about encouraging this young person in their musical gift. Yeah. About if 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 there is a young if if the young person has already started serving uh, and using their musical gift about uh, coming up to them after a service, regardless of how well you actually felt they did musically, <laughs> and saying well done, well yeah. done, well done for stepping up. Yeah. Uh, well done for stepping up. Um. Um. Um, and would you do that so like you know if it's a young person who's learning the bass you'd, you'd ask a bass player in your, in your band with a bit more experience to come mm. alongside them and just coach them is, is that kind of how you would do it or, do, or does, it, does it not matter is it more just about the, the personal investment and the opportunity and the encouragement it's, it's, it's both it's both like if if there's a young bass player in our church and is passionate about playing bass the chances are that he is already admiring the skill of one of the bass players in our worship team yeah. uh, who has been doing it for a while. And so for that bass player to go to the young person and say, hey, I thought you did really, really well. 
it, it like it it what I found is it is it encourages the young person and and goes oh I am making progress here so musically uh, that you know they, they get they get encouraged um, in that way I one of the things I love uh, about one of the core values of limitless is excellence and opportunity yeah excellence yeah. and opportunity and um, I I, again, I've, what I've just mentioned about having uh, a more experienced musician come alongside a, a young person and encouraging them, um, actually, when they're also uh, in a worship context, putting young people with more experienced people, yeah, uh, helping them learn from each other, um, um, it. It, I, I find that if you just throw a lot of young people together who are are all very unexperienced, yeah, uh, the, yeah, I, I, I find that there's, you know, sometimes this can't, they'll come off the stage, uh, the, the platform, or the time of leading worship sometimes and feel like they've crashed and burned. Yeah, and if and if they're surrounded by, you don't want to set them up to fail. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you don't want to set them up to fail. And if they're surrounded by an entire team who also feels like they've crashed and burned, then there's nobody to say it. There's nobody to say no. Yeah. You did a great job. Yeah. So if you've got um, excellence and opportunity in the same band, you've got people to help recenter the young people like what I said earlier and yeah. remind them of the win uh, bringing young people a- alongside experienced young people I think is what I've seen to be best yeah um, uh, uh, you mentioned the whole kind of you know excellence and opportunity thing there and that's a, I think particularly with musical worship that is a real tension to navigate right because what we want to do is like when a young person is is passionate about music or, um, or their instrument and they'd like to be involved in, in, in worship. Um, we want to create opportunity for them to do that because they get around people who love Jesus and who worship Jesus and they get to develop their gift. But we also have a responsibility to the rest of the congregation that, yeah, that yeah. our sung worship is done in such a way that it's helpful and helps and aids their worship of God and doesn't distract them because there's loads of mistakes and playing out of tune and out of time and yeah, yeah. W- what have you. So how, how do you help the young person down? What are your strategies for helping the young person who they want to they want to be involved, um, they've got good heart um, and they're just learning their instrument but they're perhaps not quite ready to actually be in the worship team so to speak yet mm-hmm. yeah. what what do you do with that young person <clears throat> what's your strategies for not, not just being like oh well no you're not good enough mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. still creating some opportunity for them to develop even if that might not be mm-hmm. they're in the band on a Sunday just yet yeah type of thing. well I, I think really um, it's I, I believe that any musician if they put their mind to it can get better yeah. Uh, that any musician, yeah, that, I mean, um, so if, uh, so I, if I, we, we do auditions in our church. Okay. We do auditions in our church and you, I, you never want it to be a simple yes or no at the end of an audition. Uh, if, cause if everyone can grow and if everyone can get better, then I don't think there should be a simple no, you will never play in the worship team because I don't think that's helpful for anybody. Um, But um, I think if 
if there's a young person who says, hey, I want to get involved and I know that musically they're not quite there yet, um, what I what you can do for that young person is say, hey, here's a few things that I've identified that I think you could work on. Mm. Because I because there, there could be, if you put your mind to it, potential for you to be getting to get involved with this in, yeah. the, fu- in the future. And the emphasis needs to be on, like, there could be if you... Do do this because yeah. there's, there's got to be some personal uh, yeah. responsibility taken, and, that, and I yeah. think that's good because what it what it does is it means like when we have a gift gift from God in our lives, our responsibility is to steward it well, and actually, as in the parable of the talents, multiply it and return <laughs> yeah. to God with interest. Yeah, yeah. And so, actually, it's mm. it, it's like and what happens in the parable of the talents? You've been faithful in the small things. See, mm. I entrust you with more. Yeah, and it, and it yeah. actually encourages that, doesn't it? Of like, mm. okay, well, if you if you could work on this thing, this thing, this thing, yeah. um, let, we'll, let's get back together in three months. Yes. See how yeah. you're getting on. Well, actually, what that reveals is is a character thing. Are mm. you going to be a faithful steward of mm. the gift of God that's within you and work on it yeah. and seek to multiply it and yeah. develop it? I like that. And 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 like you you can help that process of helping yeah. a, a young a young person become better at what they do. Uh, by simple things like YouTube links to tutorials of how a yeah, song is done, yeah. like so, uh, a guitarist in my church found uh, I found a bunch of YouTube links and said, "Hey, I think that these could really help you if you follow these because they explain yeah, how to do uh, to, yeah, yeah. To, they explain how to play these songs well." Uh, it talks. We're getting really technical. Technical now. It talks about your tone. Yeah, uh, uh, and. I, I, and that way, I'm, I'm not solely saying to a young person, here's what you could do to get better. Go it, do it. it go yeah. do it. It's all on you to figure this out by yeah. yourself. And I, let me help you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let me help you. Yeah, that's really good. I, I, I really like that. I really like that, Dan. That's really helpful. And then I guess as those young people grow in their gifts, there might be opportunity um, according to their capacity that we can open up for them. So it might not be like, oh, you, you come back in three months. Great. You're, you're leading worship on Sunday morning next week. Off you go. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. Well, we've got, um, so like w- there's the um, kind of um, re- re- retired folks have got their kind of luncheon club and one of the pastors is coming to do a little talk. Why don't we go and, and lead them in yeah. worship together? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, we've got a young young people's life group. We're going to do a couple of songs together there. Why mm. why don't we do that? And 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 as they're again faithful in the small things, you, yeah. you, 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 they they grow and develop in their gifts. They show good character. You, you trust them with more. Mm. These you can't microwave these things, can you? They mm. you know it, it takes time and development. Dan, um, thank you. Really helpful conversation. Um, uh, thank you for that. Thank you, Dan, for everything that you've done over the years to serve uh, all of the, the young people and the leaders uh, that have connected with us through our Limitless events and, and Limitless Leaders and, and Festival and, and, and One and, and so on and so forth. It's, it's um, uh, been so good to have you and the team lead us so well in worship. And as I say, you know, at Festival, it really just was astonishing to see young people how they worshipped and and you are absolutely right to lay a good dollop of the credit of that to the to, to the youth leaders um, and to their to their faithful investment into those young people but Dan uh, 
I'd also lay a good dollop of the credit of that at your feet and, and out of the team Thank and you. the way that, that you are worshippers with servant hearts. Um, who love Jesus first and, and help us really, really thank well you. to worship. So thank you. And and friends, thank you, those of you listening, uh, for everything that you're doing to invest in, to disciple uh, young people. You know, we say it every time, but it, it's just so true. What, what are we going to give our lives to that's more important than passing on the gospel to the next generation? What are we going to give our lives to that's more important than, than, than raising up people who passionately love and follow Jesus? I can't think of anything else, so I want you to keep going. And hey, remember, if, if Limitless Oxygen coming up really soon can help you with that, uh, on the 8th of October in Scotland and in all those venues across England, and of course uh, on the 15th of October in Northern Ireland, then you, your youth team, your children's ministry volunteer teams are all really welcome head to limitlesselim.co.uk forward slash oxygen where you can get all the info you can get your tickets for that i look forward to seeing you there guys thank you for all you're doing and we will see you next time on the limitless leadership podcast